What's up, guys? Here recording our uh, second podcast, August 7th, me and Matt, but we also have Irv here tonight. Hello. Special guest speaker. It uh, just so happens to work out fantastically that Matt is a Red Sox fan and Irv is a Yankees fan, and I was really busy this weekend, but I think I saw that the Yankees got swept. Is that the case? Indeed. Yeah, I did have a chance to see that. It was a well-played series. They're pretty much dead in the water at this point in the game. Like, there's no way they're catching Boston. The perfect uh, way you can explain that series is staying getting struck out by that that position play last night, too, against the White Sox. (laughs) I haven't checked the schedules. What happens, though, if New York actually loses – their first wild card spot to Oakland, and Oakland wins the first wild card, and New York has to go out there and play a potential win in your in scenario. I mean, what happens then? I mean, whoever whoever wins that game ends up playing Boston so, anyways right now, so that's already yeah. pretty much figured out. So, so the way I see it is the Yankees lineup isn't really built for a regular season pitching wise. Uh, they got a pretty killer lineup in the postseason, but if they go out there and have a like a must-win game in Oakland, they're gonna have Chris Severino. I mean, but he struggled. And he and struggled lately. They just got Tanaka's been their most consistent pitcher last month and a half. They so. just got swept playing in Boston. Yeah, that's true. We'll see what Boston's happens. Boston's playing extremely well. Seventy-nine mean, and thirty-four. I mean, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Pass Six ninety-nine. That's almost. That's. Basically seven out of ten games they're winning right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's literally, stupid. They're, they're like that's stupid. Point six nine nine, I'm sure. Yeah. I think I asked you this last time. How many games does that make them on pace to win? So what? Someone they, should look that up. See what they're on pace to win. I mean, they play one hundred thirteen. No, one hundred. All right, I'm not gonna say here like you, man. Thirteen games, yeah, one hundred thirteen games they played. So what? that's ridiculous. That's they ridiculous got forty nine games to play. To play. So, so right they, right now, here's here's how unlucky the Yankees are being in that division. They are twenty seven games over five hundred. Right, there's they're nine <laughs> games back right now, but they're still twenty seven games over five hundred. And Cleveland in the Central, in the weakest division in baseball, is only thirteen games over. So twenty seven and thirteen. That's yeah. a, that's a what, 14. fourteen game difference. Half that. So they would be seven games back of. Cleveland would be seven games back of New York right now if they were in the same division. Well, that's the thing. So, it's, yeah. always, it's always been the American League East. It's always, like, either Boston or New York. And then there was a couple years where, like, Tampa was was playing good. And it was, like, all great. Now we got three teams from the, from the AL East. But they're, they're what? They're 22 and a half games back. So, like, everybody else in that division is out of the race. Oh, yeah. Pretty far. much same thing. I mean, even though Cleveland is only 13 games above 500, they're still – they're 14 games ahead. No, I'm sorry. 10 games ahead of the Twins, 16 ahead of the Tigers, 21 and a half in front of Chicago, and 28 and a half ahead of Kansas City. Yeah. And then you've got Oakland, who's okay. at 73 oh. and 42. And then – I say Oakland, I'm at Houston. Yeah. Um, even their last time. Seattle. Who? Oakland, last 10, 7-3. They won six straight. They're a good team. I picked them to win the wild card. So the Yankees, yeah. are, hanging, the Yankees are hanging on for potentially the first wild card spot. That's what they're like. Yeah. As a Yankee fan, you have to hope for that, right? Yeah, you, that want the, you want the home wild card game Right, but sure. if, you, if you win that, your consolation prize is you get to go to Boston. Go to Boston. Which is no, no Kansas yet. Exactly. I don't think it's, it's never been a, It's never been a thing, but like – we proved last year, I think, a lot in the postseason, even with all the rookies and all the young players and all the – I mean, what Brett Gardner was our oldest player last year. Yeah. You know, you guys this year, Severino is a little bit more seasoned. I think he's going to pitch well in the postseason. I really do. I so, heard Jacoby Ellsbury had a surgery again. Yeah, today. He's out, <laughs> he's out six months. I just said that. Yeah, I heard someone asked if he'll ever play surgery, again. Torres hip muscle, which sucks. That sucks. Yeah, someone asked if he'll ever play again, and the response I saw was probably not in New York. Yeah. They ain't going to resign him. There's no point. They got good outfielders already. Brett Gardner's almost out the door, so. That's a sad ending to your Yankee career, though. I mean, he, he was. Down? He was good. I mean, me and Cody did some looking earlier, and we did, was it 2011? Jacoby Ellsbury had the highest. 
Uh, I forget which stat he had. I think it was like. But that was like his, like his almost MVP season in Boston for uh, like a position player, maybe yeah, or okay. something like that. Like the list was ridiculous. Like it was like guys yeah, he like was a good Fred. center fielder too. Dude, phenomenal. So quick, good, good. Either I used to hate playing that baseball game with you yeah. because you had Ellsbury and Gardner. And Gardner the first two, and I wanted to steal like back to back and to lead <laughs> off the game. That's like, dude, come on, stop. Ever play you. MLB? Definitely Yankees. Two thousand fifteen. You're terrible. Get I would like. That. I would honestly like to know Tanaka what your record is against me, dude. You beat me one time with him. That's fine. And dude. that was the roster that I downloaded, and it they yeah. had him throw in ninety nine. Splitter. Splitter is all I needed. Ridiculous. And then he can't hit Batances ever. But they, were on, they were only one game uh, away last year, right? Yeah, man. They lost, yeah, they they lost, to, yeah, they lost to the Astros. Yeah. And that was like destiny going on, man. Like, Houston, like, Verlander pulled some Randy Johnson from the old times back. We talked about this recently. Oh, dude, he, like, had a resurgence. Came, yeah, they traded him, and he just, like, had an MVP style, like, I've, I'm have i the best pitcher, and I'm going to prove it again. At the deadline, too, they traded him. They traded him. Like, I think they didn't get him, like, they got him minutes before, like, that deadline. Yeah, they, like, 1159, I think, is when that, that deal went down. Oh, well, we're going to cover the trade deadline. That was definitely I mean, that was last year, a huge deal for their team. Man, definitely. So big. And then Springer just tore up the playoffs, man. He, like, couldn't be stopped. Because other guys like Darvish – Darvish ended up he wasn't he at a trade deadline uh, from what the Cubs? No, he was like that. Like they were using the trade Rangers, right? He went from the Rangers to the Dodgers what that year last year, and And he ended up losing Game Seven of the World Series, right? Yeah, against Houston because he pitched I think in two of those starts and he was awful. Yeah, yeah, and the Cubs gave him big money. I I don't understand that deal. And he hasn't pitched I don't think even at all very well for the Cubs. If at all. I think he's hurt. I think he's uh, been hurt all year, which is like what we talked about. He got huge money, and he's been consistently hurt his whole career. It just didn't make very much sense to us. Uh, Matt Carpenter, homer again. Really? Solo shot. Okay. One RBI. They're always solo shots. Live game. They're always, always solo we'll give, shots. Give some scores right now. Uh, so, anyways. All right, let's go to the National League. If we're talking about oh, the National races. Phillies up. Yeah, Philly's Phillies only a game, and a, a, half. game and a half. The Dodgers are not in first place right now. No, they're, they're a half, half game, game back. Man, D backs. And Colorado's only two back. I mean, San Francisco is not out of it yet. I mean, I don't really see them like making a push to. Yeah, Milwaukee and Atlanta, both them are still in it in the National yeah. League. They're only a game and a half back. Nats are five games back. I'm like, I just, I feel like. We talked about that last week. I feel like they're going to have a meltdown. Like, I just, like I said, like with that Sean Kelly thing. Yeah. Like I get that once you once we discussed it and you said that he was like getting shitty over wanting to even go in the games they were up so big, that made more sense of the glove toss and then him getting kicked or you know designated for assignment. But still, like if he's been one of your best guys, right? Like, are you doing it just to prove a point or like why? I'm yeah, I just to prove a point, I guess that you can't. Throw a fit on the mound here. You go. You come in and pitch when we tell you to. I guess. Yeah, it wasn't the Papelbon Harper. Yeah. Dugout thing last year. Like yeah. they just apparently have a problem with with the relievers. Uh, uh, Papelbon was that. nuts though. Yeah, he, he, was, he was a head case. Yeah, I can't for sure. Training for him. Um, the. But even but I feel so much more confident, or I felt last week than I do this week in the National being completely out of it. They were a game or two under five hundred. Now they're like four over. They're I don't know what the score is, but they'll probably be. They you know, they, they, they beat Atlanta earlier. It's tied one to one yeah, right they, now. Yeah. So if they take both games of a doubleheader, they'll gain what two games in one day over the Braves, who are still only a game and a half back of the Phillies. So yeah, but that they're would not push completely them back out of they it. Definitely, again, if they were yeah. completely out of it last week, they're definitely not completely out of it this week. Yeah, but like I said, this is the. Uh, the rough stretch the Braves have, I think it was like 30 games in 30 days or 31 and 31. So, like, if we can get through this right here without really tanking, we, I think we can – we might have a shot. I don't want to get – I don't want to get myself too optimistic. Yeah. Because we're a very young team and there's a lot that can go wrong. Like, Max Free tonight. Like, second start. Or Annabelle Sanchez pulls out of nowhere to pitch yeah. well. Dude, that was a great fantasy baseball pickup. Who'd have thunk that? Oh, just I saw him. He was available. I was like, eh, we'll take a shot on him. He's been he's been fantastic. 
way better than I ever expected him to be. Yeah, he hasn't been great the last few years in Detroit. Yeah, he's in Detroit. He's he's had a, a pretty good year this year. I mean, yeah, way better. That's all that matters. Than, way better than I expected. Maybe it's being on a team that's actually competing for something. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. It's like the Tigers were so good. They had a fantastic pitching staff, Mickey in his prime, and then like they they had their little window. It just shows you like how quickly that window. It's usually like two or three years. Like and then that that window's gone, and you're not good for a minute. Yeah. What did they get for Verlander? I don't know if they got much because it was only a half-season rental or whatever. It wasn't even like a half-season, though, was it? It was like just a couple months. Yeah. I mean, really, like not even a full half-season. Yeah. And look at how that worked out. So who who knows if they're – because they have some veterans on that team. So it doesn't really seem like they're they're one of those that are like the Orioles before Machado. Like they have aging players kind of, and you're like you need to rebuild, but you don't have any pieces to really like – get rid of to try to get younger prospects to actually start a rebuild. They don't have a good farm system. Yep. That's a problem. Yep. That's one thing that amazed me about the Yankees was how quickly they went from, like, all the jokes about being, the, you know, that old team because they went and signed so many guys. Old that yeah. Like, but then, like, now their, yep. their minor league yeah. system is fantastic. Yeah, they, they did really well. They so actually, many young guys coming up. They, I think they signed a bunch of veterans, and they played well for a year. The second year of their all their contracts, they all start getting hurt and shit. And when they got healthy, they like, like they literally just trade people. They like traded Beltron. They traded. I can't believe how he had a couple bunch of, of Houston Astros prospects. Was like yeah Sanchez. We got Judge through trade. We got a bunch of people through trade that worked out to be stars, I guess, as in their rookie year. Yeah, which is crazy. That but now they're all getting hurt. Yep. And Sanchez with his hustling issues. Like I said, they were one game away from the World Series last year on a team yeah. nobody really thought would. And they had. And Tanaka didn't pitch well last year at all. Wasn't he hurt beginning of the season? Hurt beginning of the season. He pitched well, like, just before All Star break about. Who'd they beat now? to get to that? Uh, Cleveland? Yeah, they beat. They would have beat Cleveland, yeah. They beat Cleveland. I think they beat. And the Astros beat Boston? Astros beat Boston. I'm pretty sure they beat the Blue Jays in a wild card in the last year. I think it was the Twins. Was it the Twins last year? Let's find out. I, that's what my, my guess would be. And I think uh, Severino pitched in that game, mm-hmm. I remember, and he was pretty dynamite. Yeah. I think they only pitched him like five innings or something and because their bullpen was so good. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's speculation about that this year is if the Yankees get in that wild card game, they could just have a bullpen game. And they could throw like win that game. they could throw Batances first. Yeah, you're gonna go. You give me two innings. Yeah, they got they have plenty of guys <laughs> that can go out there and give you two innings, and you're good. They could start the game with yeah, you know, anybody beat, who beat the Twins. Maybe yeah. Sabathia be like, just give me three good innings. So I had to drop them in fantasy. Yeah. See, I don't That's know. Right. I don't know that you, yeah, the trust so. has to be super high, but they I feel like they should have trust in their bullpen. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to. So you yeah, talk like the Dodgers traded for Manny Machado and are now a half game back. Yeah. Yeah. And Dozier, Brian Dozier, he's been decent too. Arizona. Imagine how much better they'd be this year if Jake Lamb were producing like he did the last couple of years. Yeah. Like putting up thirty or what he I don't know the exact numbers, but I know he hit uh I want to say like thirty or two AJ years Pollock. ago. He's yeah, and he's healthy. supposed to be like one of the best center fielders. You don't even hear his name anymore because he's hurt. Yeah. What, how did he get out this year? Wasn't he out like a lot of last year too? Yeah, almost the whole season last year, like fractured foot or something like yeah, that. Yeah, some like some freak thing like that. I feel like that's what Stanton did for a couple of years. Like he swung the bat too hard and broke his hand. Yeah. Like how do you like how <laughs> does that happen? You know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't make sense. The stupid stuff. Tanaka like pulled both hamstrings while running the bases <laughs> running this year. Bases. Both. <laughs> how do you do that? Insane. Yeah, so, you think he's an American pitcher? But wouldn't you think like? You'd still think he would stretch his legs out because right. he's a pitcher. Yeah. So if he would have pulled one, I get it. But, like, to pull both, like, were you just not stretching at all? Yeah, as a pitcher, you should be athletic enough to run the bases once a game if you have to. I would think so, but apparently that's not <laughs> the case. <laughs> yeah, so, so the uh, Lamb, Lamb's average, 2015, was a 263. How many home runs did he have? 29. Yeah, how many did he have last year? 
Yeah, he was just—he mashed, and like he was one of those—he's one of those guys that, if I'm not mistaken, but like crushes righties. Yeah, it's because he crushes righties, and then he's like not very good against yeah, lefties. That's what was but he still was hitting like 30 home runs. Like he has close eight to home it. runs this year so far. He's done for the season. He tore his like he's got like a partial yeah. tear in his rotator cuff or whatever. But they're still—they're 63 and 51, half game ahead for the Dodgers. Colorado's still only two games back. Like I said, San Diego's out of it. Yeah. Cubs are still their game and a half ahead of Milwaukee. St. Louis is seven and a half back, and then you got Pittsburgh. Like they're eight and a half, and I wouldn't count them out. Like they they made some moves at the trade deadline. So the Cubs are one of the better teams in the National League, and their rotation is not good. Yeah. You remember? Do you remember talking right before fantasy baseball draft? Um, we were both discussing Tyler Chatwood. And I was like, this could be a good good year for him. He went to a better team. He got out of Colorado, out of that terrible ballpark for pitchers. Yeah. And then he just shit down the leg. And I held on to him for a long time before I actually dropped him. I was like, he's going to turn it around. Never happened. I was like, no, I can't. Can't hold on to him anymore. So the wild card, you've got Yankees are three games up on Oakland. Right. And Oakland is two games up on Seattle now. Tampa Bay is like ten and a half back, so – it's pretty much not a race. The yeah, Angels are now 11 and a half back. And then in the NL, you've got the Brewers, who are up two games on my Atlanta Braves, yeah. who are tied with the Dodgers for the second wild card spot. The Rockies are a game and a half back, and the Nationals are three and a half back, followed by St. Louis. It's crazy. The Dodgers are closer in their division than they are the wild card. But Yeah. That's that like disparity between the NL and the AL. Can any of those teams do anything in the postseason over five or seven game series? I bet the Dodgers could. I mean, like I said, I'm trying not to be. They theoretically have better pitching. I'm trying not to be like optimistic about Atlanta because that's the problem is we are a very young team and we have like our veteran is Anibal Sanchez. It's not like when the Tigers were winning, he was the one that they were going to in game one or game two, you know what I'm saying? So, it's not like he was dominant then. He's not going to be like that guy for us now, more than likely. But we've got some young guys that can can be an ace type, but it's so inconsistent right now that you can't count them. They're too young. And I think that the Phillies have, like, heads up. I mean, I think they've got one of the best rotations in baseball. Yeah. We discussed that. Yeah. It's really hard to beat them in a five-game series. But, I mean – the Dodgers have a lot of veterans, and I know we discussed, like, how bad Kershaw was in the playoffs, but you know they're going to ride him mm-hmm. to the playoffs if, yeah. if at all possible. And nobody's talking about how bad Kenley Jansen was at the beginning of the year. Yeah, he was not playing very well. good in the second half of the season, so I'm sure they'll use him a lot too. You know, like, generally, if he's – the numbers he's had, if he has, a ter- like, a slow start or a terrible start – He's going to be completely lights out for like three months at some point in the season. And his ERA is going to be down where it shouldn't be. His strikeouts are going to be up. Like, he's one of the best relievers in baseball, period. Like, I remember when Kimbrell, he would have like a game or two where he'd blow up. Like, and I don't mean like blow up like Indians bullpen blow up, but he would give up like a home run and blow a save. And then it happened again like a couple nights later. And then it would just be game over for a month straight. Yeah. I'm not confident about anybody enough in the National League to compete with whoever makes it out of the American League. Boston or Houston, probably. I mean, I I don't know how we could even talk about really anybody other than Boston, like the way they've played. It's just it's ridiculous to even watch. Yeah, like, there's just like, so many. Think weapons. about it. They'll, they'll end up playing Cleveland potentially if things end. No, they would play the Houston would play Cleveland. So Houston has. A team well-equipped for a five-game series. They have two or three dominant starters, and then uh, plenty of guys, Davinsky and Peacock, guys that can get you to their weakest part, which was their And they've closer. got a really good closer really coming. Good closer. Yeah. Which, speaking of that, yeah. I just want to say that it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I know that they could do something. I'm sure it'll create a legal battle if they try to suspend them for the playoffs, but it is absolutely ridiculous. That he can play in the postseason with a domestic violence charge and 
Cano gets suspended for steroids or whatever it was, and he's not eligible to play in the playoffs. That is ridiculous, and I, if that's not changed next year, I'll be very, very surprised. That is ridiculous. Think about this as well. So he's a closer on a non-contending team. So the Blue Jays had no intention of cutting him or releasing him because why? Because of the rule you just stated allows them to not – they can – you only deal closers to contenders because contenders need to add pitching. And they're more and, valuable to a winner. Exactly. Than so, they, yes. So, you know, there's only a few teams – well, he's a good pitcher, so there's a lot of teams who are as soon as valuable to. But, but they're the all Baltimore, The Baltimore Orioles are not going – they're not giving up prospects. Right. For a, a good closer. Exactly. Because, they, well, they just traded both of theirs – in Britain yeah. and uh, what? Oday? They traded like half or their Brock, team. They Brock. traded half their team with the Braves. Yeah, that's cool for the Braves because the Braves are like we've been in rebuilding mode enough. Like we're ready to start winning. We have young enough players. We have a great offense. We just need to add pitching as much as you can get. I mean, I'm I'm being realistic. I don't expect to win the World Series this year. If we even make the playoffs, I mean that's still a win because that shouldn't happen for another two years. So, random question for you. Who's your favorite Red Sox player of all time? Ooh. I, I, like, growing up, like, it was Garcia Parra. It's probably Garcia Parra. No more. Still one of my favorite batting stances ever. Ever. And he always did the glove thing. The He'd arm step out of the too. Yeah. The <laughs> arm After every, every swing. He'd tap his feet while he, like, swung the bat. Every time. I like that. Repetition, dude. You said growing up, but who is it now? It was Big Poppy. Now it's probably, I don't know. I don't. I, I kind of like David Price, but it's it's got to be either Mookie Betts or Ben Attendee. They don't have a lot of other dudes. Like I'm not a big Mitch Moreland fan, or I don't think Jackie Bradley Jr. Pierce. has any plus offensive skills at all. Hey, in fantasy one year, he went on like a 30 game hit streak. I'm pretty sure, and like scored me a lot of points. What about Steve Pierce? Yeah, I mean he's, he's been come good. over and just destroyed. You know that he was still a free agent when I looked uh, Friday or Saturday in our league. I thought about trying to finagle a way to pick him up, but I just couldn't. I couldn't figure out how to do it. But I think last year, so they added Eduardo Nunez from San Francisco. When San Francisco, they were one of the worst teams in the mm-hmm. league last year. So they got rid of Eduardo Nunez, who was multiple multi-positional, and I think he played third base. When uh, I don't know, they had Devers. I don't know if Devers was up last year. But anyways, that was the guy that they that the Red Sox acquired at the trade line down last year, I think, and he was pretty solid. But he's has not been good this year. He's a fill-in because Pedroia's defensively. Yeah, and Pedroia's been out all year. I think they have him playing second. That's um, why they got uh, Ian Kinsler. Yeah, Kinsler's a good player. Like, even though he's like older, he's a veteran now or whatever. He's he's but he's one. He, he won in Detroit, so he's been there before. He's a veteran leader. Yeah. And if he can stay healthy and, you know, get them through through a playoff run, then, I mean, if Ian Kinsler's the, your biggest concern, you're not sitting too shitty. Like, you know, <clears throat> pretty well off. Yeah, Red Sox, are, Red Sox are really, really good. Who's your favorite Yankee? Favorite Yankee of all time, like growing up, was Jason Giambi. Really? Really, really. You love all the steroid air players. I know. <laughs> we were talking to That's my brother-in-law up, earlier, yeah. and he said, like, Andy Pettit, Roger Clemens. I can care like all day. Like, my favorite. Do you like Jerry Clark? No, 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 no. You only get one. Uh, you don't get the well, name each position. I mean, you got to make a decision to stick one, to it. one favorite Yankee of all time is the same name. It's Marianne what sparked this thought in my head was when I was watching that Chipper Jones thing. Yeah. And I would love to say that he's my favorite, but I still, like, I love Brian McCann when he played for the Braves. And a lot of it stems from that incident with Carlos Gomez. It was uh, Paul Mahalan pitching. And something had happened before that, I think, like, the year before or something like that. But he threw... Gomez took him deep, like, stared him down, said something, like, didn't start running right away to first, doing, like, Carlos Gomez shit. And this is why I've got a lot of, like, hatred for him because of that. Yeah. Uh, ask Brian Cyber. He likes to bring him up anytime anything happens. Um, when he got over to home plate, McCann stepped in front of him 
and like already had his mask off and like that's what I miss about Brian McCain is that like veteran leadership yeah and I was actually really happy to see him win one with the Astros yeah for, for never winning with us but he was always one like of my ever? favorites pop like ever there's like Glavin's one of my favorites I mean Maddox like, is honestly, one of my favorites like, Smoltz Smoltz is my favorite pitcher of the Braves trio okay and I don't really know why that is like I He's the only one that uh, closed, right? Yeah. He pitched. That's the, part of it. He, he got hurt, too. and then he wasn't supposed to pitch anymore. Came back to the bullpen, and then he ended up going back to the starting rotation. Yeah. Match too. And, and he I was good in all roles. Yeah, I love him as a broadcaster, too. Yeah, he's smart. I really enjoy when he's on uh, MLB Network. Yeah, he does a show. Can we talk about how difficult it is to pick a favorite Yankee because every single, like, great player has played for Oh, it's what happens when you are a bandwagon fan. What? I was a big, I'm I'm kidding, I was a big Manny Ramirez fan too. I really like Manny. Yeah, I do too, but like I even enjoyed him. We went with the Indians. He was, like he was a quirky guy. Yeah. With all them braids. But I mean, even like Yankees had David Wells, Randy Johnson, like you cut Roger. But see, Johnson, I don't. All the people. I don't think of Randy Johnson as a Yankee. I understand why I you think do. Of him. When I think as of a Yankee him, I think fan. Of him Really? Really, because he beat the Yankees in the 2000 we'll I guess. I think of him as a Mariner. Came in as a relief pitcher. Yeah, I think of him as a Mariner. He's so, nine years old. So you're new to the show. So you didn't. we made predictions last week, so you have to make your predictions. All right, what are we predicting here? Who, who you think is going to win, uh, what the uh, NL and ALCS or DS, the division series matchups, and then who's going to make it to the semifinals, the championship series, and then you got to pick a World Series champ. So you want us to let you give you give you another week to think about it? Yeah, I'll put you on the spot. No, I'm going to go for it. So I definitely think it's going to be. I'm not picking a wild card, right? So I'm just going divisional and. Just give me your World Series pick. My yeah. World Who Series makes pick it in the NL? I think Boston's going to win this year. I think that's a safe bet. Well, I think it's the bet. Like, who who is even right now playing in any comparison to them? The Astros had far and away the I best like record in baseball Boston, last year. I Boston think. this year is the the beginning of a Golden State era baseball run. But the American League is going to be tricky, man, because you're going to have to play teams with good rotations. So in a five game series, the even even the Astros are going to have to play Cleveland. In Cleveland, you're going to deal with Kluber, Bauer, and Clevenger. Like, and then I don't know how, how many games are off they get, but you could see Kluber again if he goes to game five. That's why I'm not betting on like, Who, who do you have? Who do, I mean, even the Astros. The Astros are well-equipped because they now yeah. have Cole. They have a guy in Verlander who they know can pitch in the postseason, which is kind of nuts. Keuchel. They have Keuchel. Who has who, pitched well. Yeah, who's, he's been better lately. lately but, but, but they have those team. two long relievers. They have Peacock and Davinsky, and now apparently they have a closer. So, so I feel like if we get good I start. did see – I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I did see that they could still if, – if, uh, if more news comes out about that whole thing that happened, Major League Baseball can still suspend him longer. So really? potentially – that could be a disastrous trade for the rest of the season for that. I mean, not disastrous. Like, they're still winning. He's just pitched but think, today. I feel like they had yeah, enough evidence suspended. to suspend for 75. Is he zooming back? No, he's back. Yeah, yeah he's he back. Really? How did I miss that? He got a save uh, last night, I think. Yeah. He pitched him in the eighth no. inning. In the eighth he inning. Did. They're still – they've been rolling with uh, Carlos Rodon ever since they uh, – Ken Giles has fallen apart, yeah. apparently. I think they eventually demoted him to Triple A for a minute after he cussed at his manager, right? Like said, "What did he say?" And he dropped an F bomb at him. But I don't remember exactly what he said. But they immediately demoted him, and then of course they shipped him off just to get rid of him. But that's what worries me about Boston, though. Is that yeah, I'm not saying like who who are you going to bring in a, a five game series, the first three games? So you have to. I feel like especially if you make it to a seven game series, you have to have two elite pitchers because in a seven-game series, you can pitch them games one and two, and then if you have to, the game's like five and six. Yeah. So that's why, you know, we talked about the Diamondbacks last year, the 2001 Diamondbacks. They had two elite pitchers, and that's all they needed to make it through that run. 
through the postseason because they both pitched. But that's on. all you need. You only need to win four games. Yeah. And if those two guys are that good to where you know they're going to win or they're very, very likely to whoever they're matched up against to win those four games, then hell yeah. No, it's like as soon as he got the win last night, he pitched one inning. He pitched the eighth, eighth inning, inning and then game. somebody fell apart for uh, whoever they played in the, the ninth Giants, inning. Too, yeah, the, the Giants. Giants. Last night. I'm disappointed in myself for not knowing. I apologize. I promise to do better. All right, after a brief drink break, uh, Butt Sweat and Baseball podcast is back because we're doing this in my garage and it's hot as balls. So, um, we did not get to discuss the trade deadline. Yeah. I almost wish we would have waited until Tuesday to do that uh, first podcast, but it ended up being like three and a half hours long, and that's not doable. So... Wanted to ask you about Dozier, your uh, fantasy second baseman of, I feel like, forever. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I actually kept him the year before last and was able to draft him again this year. Do you remember how high you drafted him? Uh, pretty, like, fairly high. He was he was pretty highly regarded even coming off of last year because he always gets hot at the second half of the year. So I think he hit over 30 home runs for a second baseman the year after hitting 42. And so it's probably like the fifth, the sixth round, maybe something like that. So he hasn't been as great as advertised previously, but I think the move to L.A. will help. You can hope. Gave up. I mean, I feel like they didn't even give up much for him. Some minor leaguers and Logan Forsyth. Yeah, the Twins, like Sano's been shaky uh, all year long. They sent him down to, what, single A, right? Something crazy like that because they had so. better facilities or something like that. They're trying to get them in shape. Yeah, which makes sense. But outside of what, Eduardo Escobar, uh, maybe Max Kepler. Like, that's, I don't know. I think they overperformed last year, and this year was kind of like a wake-up call almost. So, I feel like you don't hear much about Byron Buxton anymore. Yeah, because he he's not good. Yeah, he was supposed to be, like, their big – Big prospect. And the just, next with Trey Turner or somebody that's like that fast. Yeah, but it just like hasn't materialized. Him but can hit. Yeah, and that has not been the not been the case at all. I am pretty happy about the Braves. What they did, they didn't really. I feel like they didn't give up much um, to get Adam the ball. I feel like that's a big move for us because I think they're gonna end up. They're gonna pretty much platoon him with Andrew uh, Enciarte. Yeah. Which is crazy if you think about it because he's a Gold Glove. Center, center fielder. fielder, but he can't can't hit. So I think they're gonna platoon him, which they, means they'll they'll move him to center yeah. when Duvall's starting. But Duvall still is a plus defender. I think he's got like the most takeaway hits, like on balls that should be base hits in yeah. baseball this year, okay. which is crazy to me because I never even thought about him defensively. But he's having a down offensive year. But we gave up Lucas Sims and Matt Whistler. Yeah, and then Preston Tucker to the Reds. I'm happy we got him. And then we got Gaussman, which yeah. I've always I've always been a fan of him, but he's been one of those guys like the rest of the guys in the Orioles rotation where it's he'll give you like seven innings, eight or nine Ks, a walk, and maybe like an earned run or two, and then the next game he'll go three innings and he'll walk like six guys. They're really bad at developing pitchers. Well, so some, of, some of the old pitching coaches that – that worked for the Orioles or with the Braves now. So they said that's why they went out and got him because they want him to get back. Yeah, Yeah. they want him to get back to where he was before. But then we also got Darren O'Day to help shore up the bullpen. For Baltimore. But he won't be back till next year. But we gave up – we didn't give up much to get that. We've got a really good – These young teams are a lot more fun than – it really is like the the Phillies and the Braves being good this year is, I think, good for baseball – because they're showing that, the, like the Astros, the Astros were the, the first major rebuild, right? They did it, and they're finally good again. They completely tore their team down and got a bunch of prospects, a bunch of guys like what Grant, about the Marlins? Springer. What? What about the Marlins? They won, what, 97? Yeah. And then one in 2003? Sure. I mean, that's a pretty fast rebuild, and they're doing it again. They're just destroying, like tearing their whole team up. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen again, but. But there's teams that are like that that only hit like the Padres. Like people are predicting the Padres to be good in two years because their farm system is stacked. 
and you have teams like the Braves, like the Padres, even the Reds have a good farm system. Like these teams are expected to have already or be in the middle of their rebuild right now, and that the teams like Baltimore and teams like Kansas City, like you just don't see that. You don't see them going anywhere with a rebuild because they have like I mean. They, they could have got rid of plenty of guys over the offseason and what they kept Moustakas and got rid of Kane and Hosmer, right? Yeah. Which I don't know why you were going to keep Mike Moustakas, but they ended up getting rid of him at the trade deadline anyways. So who knows? They're, they're one of those like – and that's bad management, I guess, because you don't have a plan. It doesn't look like – but teams like the Braves, teams like the Phillies, teams like – The Padres signed Hosmer. Eight years, yeah, hundred and forty-four million dollar deal. Maybe they thought he would be around when they're good again. I don't know, but I just can't. When I think of baseball in the next, you know, five years, I can't picture the pod like just like I can't picture the White Sox being good. Yeah, it's just there are those teams that it just no matter what, no matter who they get, they'll have some young guys like I saw Elo Jimenez. They're probably saying he's going to be up Soon. sooner rather than later. Soon, yeah. I don't know who I'm going to clear up yeah, roster wise for the him. That is a major problem for me. When it and comes he comes in on an offense that's not good, so I mean he could definitely stick out. He has potential. It, it sounds like he's a you know one of the top prospects. This is what I wanted to ask you: Have you seen what Kyle Seager did the last two nights? No, I know he hit a home run earlier on in tonight's game. He homered tonight. And then he hit. You just dropped him too, right? I haven't dropped him yet. Oh, nice. Brian asked me the other night. He said, "How how how the hell do you have him in your NA spot still when he's back on the roster?" I'm like, "I haven't made a roster move yet." All you have to do is ask me who to drop, and then never drop that person again. Pretty much. Whoever I tell you, I was like, "Yeah, go ahead." Matt Carpenter won't turn it around. Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> good, uh, good call there. Yeah, he's just. <laughs> Been, like, he hits a home run every night now. Yeah, he's been the best hitter in baseball in like the last month. Plus, Trout's hurt. So yeah, what happened with him? I didn't get a chance to read wrist. that story. Something with his wrist. It's a re- kind of, that's a recurring injury with his wrist. I'm pretty sure. Did he dive it. on something and hurt his wrist? It's like Chris Bryant. I heard that his he's having he hasn't even swung yet. That's what and I heard. Shoulder, he like like shoulders and wrists are bad for power. That's what happened to Freeman. He was on pace to hit 30 home runs last year before his wrist got broken. Yeah, but he hasn't shown any ill effects from that. Yeah, he had the season to heal up, and he's still young enough that, that he heals. But I was – I think it's Jimenez. He's hitting 338 with 18 home runs and 60 RBI in 82 games between AA and AAA. Okay. And AAA – So that's a half a season. Yeah, but he's hitting 376 – with eight home runs and 29 games since being called up to yeah, AAA. That's pretty good. Just destroying the ball. Juan Soto homered tonight. He put up 10 points for me, but in a doubleheader is not that great. The Braves are up 3-1. to one. Nice. So, but Scherzer didn't get me away. Mike Trout, I was the – He pitched in the, the tonight's game, right? Yeah. yeah. He went seven innings and gave up one. Mike Trout, I was right wrist soreness. He received a cortisone injection. In his wrist? Yesterday morning. In his wrist, right? Yeah, he's yeah. had the last five games. It's his first injury this year, but he had torn thumb ligament last year. They just rest him. Like, you're not in it. There's a good chance you're not even going to make the postseason as well. Like, you're not even going to yeah. make the final card. Yeah. yeah. Rest him. He's, he's hitting 309 with 30 home runs and 60 RBIs this year. Just rest him. Let him heal. There's no need for him. What are they thinking? Especially with Otani. Like, shouldn't he have had surgery already? Otani said they're saying he's ahead of schedule and coming back sooner than they thought. Well, he's hitting. He hit two home runs just... off Clevenger on Friday night. Yeah. I had Clevenger going in fantasy. <laughs> we were sitting there at Frickers, and I was talking to Brian. I looked up at the TV. I was like, son of a bitch. He's, he's good. Like, what? He just hit a two-run home run. Next time I look up, I'm like, he's trotting again. I was like, dude, come on. But if you remember, that was my AL Rookie of the Year pick. And that was if what, contingent on him pitching again this season. Well, if he uh, picks it up the way he is. Um, if not, it's Blake Torres. Yeah, oh, assume. yeah, for sure. I'm really excited about getting to watch Ozzy Albies and Roberto Cumi play for the next, you know, at least five, six years. And the thing I wanted to say about Duvall also is we've got him for, I think, at least one more year. I think a couple more, okay. if I'm not mistaken. 
Nick Markakis is a free agent after this year, and he's having a fantastic season. Yeah. First, first uh, All-Star. That's why I wonder if they're going to give him a quality years. offer this year. The Braves? Yeah. yeah. I think they have to. Like, I get that they got – well, the second half last year? Yeah, he was, but he was getting over neck surgery too. When he left the Orioles that season when the Braves signed him, part of the reason I think that they got him yeah. was because he came off neck surgery. And he just didn't have his power last year. And now that I think that he's completely healthy, he had a whole offseason to get healthy. Some of his power is coming back. He just hit another home run for us to win in the 10th inning, I think, uh, last night or the night before. But he's a guy that I'm not going to be, like, upset about. If he goes somewhere and somebody wants to pay him for a lot of money because he came and signed with us. He worked his ass off to get himself healthy. And he's he's earned himself a big contract, and that's just not – the Braves don't give out big, humongous contracts like right. that. They just can't. And I even read a thing today where the guy was questioning if they'll be able to sign Albies and Acuna for the foreseeable future just because of money and money alone. But I guess time yeah. will tell. Are time you winning this week in fantasy? Oh, I haven't checked this week. I did win last week. I'm going to run over some scores real quick. We got – Top of the seventh, Yankees, White Sox tied. Red Sox and Blue Jays are now in the <laughs> They're going to get swept by the White Sox? No, they beat them last night. Thank <laughs> you, though. Appreciate that. Uh, Red Sox are actually in the extra innings with the Blue Jays 5-5 right now. Uh, Twins are up 3-0 on the Indians, top of the three. Reds are up on the Mets 5-1, top of five. Rangers are up 11-4 on the Mariners, top of the eighth. Jeez. See, I was in four. Padres Brewers are tied, top of the 10th. Mariners I lied that one apart. on my phone, refreshed on me. That's, that's bottom of six, 5-5. Five, five. Padres and Brewers. Cubs are up 4-0 on the Royals, bottom of seven. Pirates are up 10 nothing on the Rockies, middle yeah, of six. I have tie on in that game. Damn. Man. Yeah. Phillies and Diamondbacks are t- tied 0-0, top of second, top of first. Oops. That was Phillies and the Diamondbacks. What inning is it? I'm sorry. Top of the first. I've got Pavetta pitching tonight. Top of the first and the I need him to give me some Dodgers points. Athletics and Tigers and Angels. Dodgers Athletic tied zero zero. Tigers up one nothing already on the Angels. Uh, doubleheader game. Nationals beat the Braves eight to three. Astros beat the Giants two to one. Are the Braves still up three one in the second game? I'm about to tell you right now. They won three to one. Scherzer didn't get the loss, right? No. Um, he still got 14 and a half. I just saw that. He only allowed one earned run, right? Yeah. He's filled. No. Herrera got the loss. Okay. Um, as long as it wasn't him. A couple more scores here. Yeah, who are you playing this week? Cardinals. Marlins. Sure. 3-2 Cardinals. They won. Carpenter hit that home run. Yeah. Rays beat the Orioles 4-3. <laughs> I would hope so. Let's it? talk about this video I just watched. <laughs> minor league players? Yes, minor league players. What do you think happens then? I'm pretty sure he got tossed, and he just thought it was a trash call. So basically, as a video, if I can find it again, I'll just tell you. He marched into the dugout, took out the 32-gallon the trash can, the big blue ones, and marched right out and put it on a home plate right where the umpire stands and pointed at it and pointed right at the umpire and marched right back off. That was like, it was one of the funnier videos I've seen in a while. That's hilarious and he'll get a lot of notoriety because of it, but it'll also come back to bite him in the ass because he'll probably end up getting suspended. Just, yeah, yeah like, something stupid will happen. So let's talk about keepers then. So mm, I had a bunch I of. I enjoy this talk because it changes every month. Yes, I, exactly. So I had a bunch of – I've read a bunch of stuff on Soto being the best teenager possibly ever in baseball. I mean, yeah. So you, you have to add him in the mix, right? To think about it, you got him for nothing off the wire, and he's been amazing ever since he's come up. It's always nice to get those dudes, right? You hear I, about him and There's no way I can't keep him. I think that originally I was going to definitely keep Ozzy Albies. But I think it would be stupid if I didn't keep Soto and Acuna. Right. But then on the flip side of that, I have... You have a bunch of pitchers. Yeah, I've got Scherzer. Yeah. Who's for sure getting kept. Right. And then I've got Cole. So it's... That's tough because... You have Paxton too. Oh, you kept him last year. I kept Paxton last year, yeah, so he'll definitely be... I'm in the same boat. I kept Keiko last year, and he hasn't been great. So pretty much, you know... 
I'm going to keep either Thor or Kluber or both, maybe. But Thor. Yeah, Thor's been so so inconsistent the last couple of years. Yeah. Injuries. He's just yeah, injuries this year, but he's been he's been good when he pitches. He pitched what today, and I think one, but he only he's over the hand, foot, and mouth disease. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird because there were two different pitchers that that got that. I don't remember who the other one was. Yeah. Was it Jay? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. He just got cleared. He pitched today. Was that me and you talking about it? Yeah, apparently. Remember, we couldn't think of who it was, but yeah. Apparently, it's, it's like a little kid's disease. But it's really contagious, so they pretty much tell him like, stay you home. Know? Yeah, stay Get home. Out. Don't even come to the clubhouse. It's like when uh, wasn't it all those staff infections were happening in locker rooms? Yeah, Ebola poisoning or something. Ebola poisoning. I don't think that's what it was. No, it was. Uh, <laughs> there was staff infections. <laughs> idiot. Marissa. Yeah, that's what it was. Marissa. Not. See, I had the right thing. Y'all What's wrong? wrong with you? Hey, man, we got to be So, who are, who are you keeping? I don't know. I think Kluber's a must-keep because he's actually been healthy almost yeah. the entire year. See, but I got a, guy, a bunch of guys, probably Ben Attendee, and then it's either between Thor or Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant's been hurt very recently, and the whole shoulder thing, like him not even swinging a bat right now, it worries me because shoulder injuries are big for power. And his power was, yeah. I mean, he could still hit. Like, he got on base. His average was pretty high, but, like, his power has been down this year for sure. So, I don't know if it was some kind of lingering injury that the, he just didn't say anything or the Cubs just didn't say anything and thought he'd play through it. And then, finally, it caught up to him, and he had to go on the DL. But he's been on the DL for two, three weeks at least. I think he came off the DL and then went back on the DL only a few days later. Because he had soreness again, so I, I don't yeah. know if that's, you know, you throw him back into the, the, the draft pool or how high, I mean, what's he really worth with lingering I mean, shoulder issues for his power? I guess you just have to, on a, a situation like that, you have to wait and see what the reports are later in the offseason, how he's rehabbing. He's still young what enough. Yeah, he can, he's hurt right now, and he might struggle the rest of the season, but he might come in the off season like stronger than ever. Like that Chipper Jones thing I was watching. Tore his ACL and came back. They said you'll be as good, if not better, when you come back. First game back, first at bat, home run. I think that was when he was how old? That was in 2011. No, that was the first time. 94? Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, no, he, he came back and homeward against the Giants. No, you're right, because they had the Bonds thing up. Mm-hmm. That was when, in 2011, so, I mean, he'd have been, he'd have been, like, probably early to mid-30s because he said to his dad that he wasn't going out like that. So, he right. coming back. But I forgot all about that. I feel like it's been so long ago. Had to black it all out after the that Cardinals situation. But I just feel like, man, going into it, I – thought for sure that I would keep probably Albies and then I would keep Thor and Scherzer and then I started leaning towards Acuna, Soto and Scherzer and now I just You could do Acuna, Albies and Scherzer if you wanted to but then you there's no give way. up There's Garrett no Cole. way to give up Soto Yeah, or Soto I just, I don't think that I can give up Gary Cole and I'd love to keep Blake Trinan also. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Like, you can't even come up in the discussion. I mean, really. I feel like most most everybody's team is good enough to where you don't keep a reliever. Unless like, that's your only option. Unless yeah. you get depleted by injuries. And that's, like, a your really team, option. You, you take you Scherzer and Cole. I mean, if you want to go two pitchers over any reliever, even Blake Trinan. No doubt about that. Yeah, he's putting up a ton of points, but those guys are, I feel like, too valuable. Like, those are aces. Yeah. And to take two of them off the board before the draft, I feel is huge. I'm really excited at the thought of if we actually end up doing that Dynasty League. Yeah. How fun that will be. Because I feel like you could make a lot more, just easier decisions, like five hitters and five pitchers, and then five of my choice, then we'll draft the rest. I kind of like the concept of knowing enough about guys that aren't even you're, – you're, you could keep guys that aren't even in – the major leagues yet. Yeah, I mean, you could keep got, like Jimenez and he yeah, could play yeah, for yeah. like a, two months, a month and a half, and you're like, I've seen enough out of this guy to where he warrants being kept for, you know, and I'm sure the league will definitely revolve around keeping guys for more than one year. And what that means, I mean, that's, but that, what that also means is there are going to be guys that are getting called up. Like we're going to have more, 
more roster spots for those young guys. Yeah. So that means you're going to have to clear up space somewhere to let those guys play when they come up. So that means they're going to be some – I mean, you're probably not going to get an ace or, like, an all-star guy, but you're going to get someone who, if you're one of those guys that's, like, right there on the cusp, you can pick that one guy up that's tearing the ball up. Yeah. To really help you make that playoff push. And I feel like that would be a little bit more the case. Like, I'm not dropping – I'm not dropping any big-name guys for a young guy right now. There are people that I – I mean, I'm going to have to make that decision probably sooner rather than later, and I honestly have no idea who I'm going to drop for him in this. Other than, than Ozuna, he's the only one that I will drop for him, and I will wait to see Yeah, that's tough. how Jimenez plays. That's tough. If he comes up, I hopefully will be able to do that, you know, assuming that I don't have to – drop somebody or put somebody on the DL to make that move if I can let him sit like I have Seager sitting right now. Yeah. I'll let him ride until I see that he's actually hitting the ball well. Yeah. And then it's pretty much I'm going to probably drop Ozuna unless, God forbid, he decide to start hitting the ball finally. I make one home run since June 11th. We're getting to the point in the season where it's okay to drop, I guess, like bigger-name guys that just aren't going to produce. Because there's, you know, there's not that much time left in the season to where a big-name guy who's, you know, hasn't played well all year is really going to turn around. You yeah, know, nobody's going to have a Matt Carpenter-type second half in the last, you know, 40-some games or whatever. Which surprises me that he's playing that well and then people like Ozuna are struggling so bad. I mean, man, he's 148. Like, he's 148. Yeah. I mean, he's not like a scrub. But as a keeper, I would like for him to do better. Yeah, someone like 40 at least. Someone I've been looking at, I wanted to, to see about picking up Gaussman just to see if he would turn it around with the Braves, but they're toying with that six-man rotation or whatever. Yeah. So He'll never get a two-star. Yeah, lead. I, can't, I can't afford that point-wise. And then I was also um, looking at uh, – who was it? I just totally blanked. That's unbelievable. I can't lie, don't play fans I want to get you back in the league. Thank you. Figure it out. Yeah, I'm still, I, just, I told him the other day about the Severino discussion where I told you we were sitting at Skyline. I was like, oh, you know, if you need a pitcher, man, just go ahead and pick up Severino. He's been pitching well. And I thought about picking him up three days prior to that. Mm-hmm. And then he I goes looked, on for him. I think destroyed Destroyed last year. Oh, the other guy I was going to say was Tanner Roark. Okay. Just because I I kept him last year. Or I'm sorry, the year before I kept him, and he just had a terrible year last year. He just wasn't – he was better in the second half than he was the first half. Yeah. But it wasn't quite enough to really hold on to him as long as yeah. I should have just dropped him and then picked him up. But I didn't. And if he has a good second half of the year – that could really make a big difference, but at the same time, he's a national player, and I. It's hard enough already because it's like when Scherzer plays, I don't even want to check the score. Yeah. Because I want the Braves to win, but I want Scherzer to play well. Yeah. But. You got the best of both worlds today. Yeah, but it would be a lot nicer. He didn't to take put, a loss. It'd be a lot nicer if he put up like one of those twenty-five point games that he does because I'm playing. I'm playing Will this week, and if I put up another, if I can get a couple last week, if I can get a couple big weeks. Where I really outscore Brian, I'm only I'm I'm within range of catching him this year. I think I'm 200 down from him because I scored a ton of points last week. No, I, yeah, I just checked this earlier today. Yeah, you're ahead of Brian in points, and you're only Brian Cyber or Brian Haley. No, not not Cyber. Brian Haley, you're ahead of you're second in the league in points for. And you're less than 50 points away. No, 51 points away from Brian Seibert. Oh, am I really on yeah. that? Well, yeah. I blew him out last week. Sorry, Brian. Um, yeah, I had a really big week for no reason, which makes me worried that I'm inevitably going to have, like, that hangover week where I put up 250 yeah. and, like, struggle to do so. Because I think last week I had at least four or five days where I scored, like, 70 points, which is stupid. That never happened. Yeah. It I does have a really big week. I mean, I'm making a push. I think I definitely am going to have to drop uh, Kettle Marte. But see, here we go again, man. Like, Seager, he's not been 
I got elite third baseman all year. Yeah. He hits three home runs in two games. I'm like, oh, I'm going to keep him. I'm going to drop Kettle Marte. Yeah, I just Marte's don't want to do. do that. But he's still, he's. He's been good, yeah. He's I think he's 92nd overall in our fantasy league. And then Seager's 160-something, but he also was on the paternity list and missed a couple games, too, here recently. So, I mean, I don't know what to do. Might just have to flip a coin, just decide. Yeah. Flip a coin, heads it is. I think you have to get rid of Seager. I think I'm going to try to change him. has been the better guy recently, and Marte obviously has been the better player the whole season. I think I'm going to try to trade him while he's hot. Plus, Seager's only – yeah, that's a good idea. But Seager's only uh, third base eligible, right? Yeah. Is it Marte short and third? Yeah, he's in a couple positions. So I, mean, I guess that doesn't matter if, if you know, not a lot of player, not a lot of people in our league have an extra bench player for your hitter. It helps if you get injuries, though. Yeah. Because then you don't have to necessarily drop somebody to pick some. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you, you don't have that. to play with your you know two DL spots. Yeah. I'm sure hoping. everybody at some point this season has had three guys on the DL at that one time. Oh, I'm, I bet. I know on. I have. Yeah, I bet I'm sure on. everybody has that at some point. So that's every year of fantasy baseball. Yeah. Every year. So at that point, you're dropping someone on the DL to, or like you said, you have that extra utility spot where you can hold on to a guy for seven to ten days if that's all they're going to be on the DL. Yeah. I mean, well, I think we'll – the more we sit down, like we still haven't sat down and and really looked into. I'd like to look into changing our scoring a little bit. Yeah. And I'd like to look and see exactly how some other people do their dynasty leagues, just to see how many players they keep. And I don't know a single drafts. person in a dynasty league. I don't either. The only person I think I've ever heard talk about it is CJ. And I haven't heard from he him. Yeah, he just like disappeared. Maybe he joined like the FBI. Right, I mean, he's been, he's been uh, up around here, came in and 80 a couple times. But, mm-hmm. I heard some. But he's like, yeah, you should be up. It's like, I don't like getting married soon. Like, he's like disappearing forever. I just got an invite, and my buddy Andrew's getting married the weekend before you guys. Oh, yeah. It's like, all right, well. Tis the season. Make get sure ready, you, liver. We're going to have a back to back weekends. Make sure you uh, get some shoes. And, I don't know. Look, stop, first of all, stop yelling at me. Never. I still have. Get like, married soon. I still have what, a month and a half. Yeah. Why don't you back the shit off? Man, I'm meeting up by your wife. Oh, that explains a lot. So. She just said something to me the other day, which it's a valid point. I should own brown shoes and a brown belt because then I can actually buy khakis because khakis just look stupid with black shoes. Agreed. I was yeah. really hoping you. No, were that's true. Him. I was really hoping you weren't wearing black shoes over there. Like, oh, sorry, man. Sorry about that, man. I uh, didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> Meanwhile, this, I wear these with this segment should really be called like something to do with the amount of heat that is going on. No throughout. shit. I think we're gonna call it the Heat Stroke Podcast. Yeah, this will be the first one that all three of us do together. In if a thermostat, it'd be hot. Humidity is one hundred and thirty-three percent. I feel like I'm in a sauna. It's a sauna. <laughs> sauna. I was about to say something to you and you made me lose my train of thought with the uh, sauna. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, you look rough over there. I think it's the, the you without glasses. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 oh, I know I was going to say Game of Thrones. I forgot to tell you this when we talked. Or did I? Did I talk to you about that on, when we were kayaking? No. So, as of last week, you would have to watch two episodes a week. Every week, and you would be right on pace when the new season starts. I just told her that. So he'd have to watch four this week and then two every week. Dude, it's four hours this week. Two hours every week from there on out. Should it happen? Sorry. (laughs) Why? It's two hours a week. Because when it's nice out, it goes off. So then what do you do when you get home? You don't play PlayStation anymore? No. I, I go to sleep. That's it. That's all you do is you sleep and you golf. And you nah, man. But I chill. I like, honestly, I go home and I relax for up to like two to three hours and envelop myself with information on the interweb. On the interweb. The interwebs. <laughs> with we your Yeah, We need to go disc golfing again soon. Huh? Disc golfing. 
my wedding's been close. Like, I'm That's getting, true. My man. wedding room shit's getting book, bookered up, man. Why are you throwing all that on me? It's all a stress. So we're, on, we're almost an hour in. So should we take a user poll on, like, Twitter or something to ask if, like, we should have Irv back for another one? Like, have, have <laughs> our, have Put our, him on it. the spot. <laughs> do it. How good has our guest speaker been? Should he come back for this podcast? This is a survey. What do you feel he did well? <laughs> if anything, what did he fail wonderfully at? I'm pretty Please good at share I'm details. pretty good at taking criticism, so... We're not going to do that to you. Yeah. Hit me with your best shot. All right, well, I uh, think we'll do another one next week. Probably you're going to try to do it Sunday. Now that we're not... I was in rough shape Sunday after Camille. It's going to be, yeah. I'm so going to be I'm back. I'm going to be golfing Sunday, so I'm going to be coming back this way, like, more towards the evening. Okay. We get it, like, 7, 8. We'll knock it out. All right, guys. Let us know what you think.